Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Not Cranked and Ranked, to <laughs> Grooved and Removed, um, yes. which the last episode was uh, Slashed and Mashed. This one is Grooved and Removed. And um, the really interesting thing about today's episode is I was under the impression that we were doing something different. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> um, so I get on here all ready to rank the next band we're going to do, which I won't give that away. Um, and I'm ready to go to rank the next band. And then uh, Mr. Eddie Sparks, um, by the way, I'm old head. Mr. Eddie Sparks is the guy that goofed. It's me. I did goof. I need a dunce cap in here, stat. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, so we're doing grooved and removed, right? And I'm like, no. And so, um, but you know what? Like... Whatever. Like, that's the thing about this podcast is that nothing needs to be set in stone. And and it isn't like this is a job. So whatever. We can fucking wing it. Um, Because the grooved and removed we were planning on doing was for the first five Alice in Chains releases. And uh, for those of you who don't know what grooved and removed is, we've done this two or three times. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially taking five classic albums that we love and we are forced to decide on one song that's permanently removed from the track listing. Now, when I say yeah. permanently, I don't mean we can never listen to them again. It's just an idea, guys. It's it's the one song we could perhaps live without if we were put in a gun-to-your-head scenario. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, needless to say, I was completely unprepared. I had not thought one moment about which song I would want to remove from any of these releases. But luckily... <laughs> This is one of my favorite bands, and and the first five releases from Alice in Chains to me are fucking incredible, and, I, and I've heard them many, 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 many times. So yes. I can probably work on the fly to figure out which ones I would want to remove. That immediately made my brain go, well, that kind of makes grooved and removed more interesting. Maybe in the future, neither of us prepare for grooved and removed we just make sure we pick artists where we know the albums well and we come into it just going all right well we got to make our decisions right as we're doing this and maybe it adds another level of enjoyability to uh to these videos so anyway so allison chains you're wearing the shirt Uh, i'm wearing i'm wearing my eagle fang shirt because the new season of cobra kai just came out um i've only seen i've only seen two episodes so everybody shut up um, because I'm not, those, I'm not one of those people. A, a season comes out, and I don't like binging the whole thing at once. Um, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I, 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 I yeah. could finish it maybe in a week or two, but hmm. yeah, not not in one day. That's like uh, my grand, my my nan with Stranger Things. So I said to her, "Hey, I know you like scary sci-fi stuff. I think you should check this out." She was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I get back to her three days later. I'm like, how far in are you? She says, oh, I finished the entire thing. I'm like, you watched four seasons in three days. To be fair, with a show yeah. like Stranger Things, I absolutely understand just binging yeah. all the way through. Because um, I'm pretty sure when the very first season of that show came out, and I'm not 
there's it's very rare that a television show really comes out and I go, oh, I can't fucking wait. And so, but with Stranger Things, I had no idea what it was because it was the first season. But I heard people were saying nice things about it, and they were saying, hey, do you like 80s horror and sci-fi and stuff? Um, you'll dig yeah. this. And needless to say, I did. And I watched that whole first season, which I think the first season was only like eight episodes or something. Um, all in all in one sitting, I remember it, it in my my tiny apartment that I lived in at the time. I just fucking blew through the whole thing. Nice. Yeah, because oh man, I my binge watching skills are either on zero or a hundred. Like yeah. Like I remember I first time I watched Breaking Bad, I watched about like four episodes in a row. And then yeah. the next day I watched one and then it's like yeah. I'm very inconsistent when it comes to binging that, stuff. That's another great show for that as well. So I, my my yeah. reason for that, and I, we'll get to Alice in Chains, guys. Be patient. Um, yeah, my, don't my, <laughs> my reasoning for that is that I always enjoy getting to think about what I've just watched, um, which is also the same way that I judge whether or not I liked a movie or not. Because I'll watch a movie, hmm. and if the next day I don't think about it at all and I don't care, then it's not one that like was really that great for me. Um, hmm. But, you know, but there are those movies that you just find yourself the next day. Go, oh, oh, that that was great. I'm going to do some more. I'm going to research that. Who was in that? Who wrote that? Like if it's a movie that makes me want to go do those or a, a series that makes me want to do that, then that's how I truly know it's great. So it's always cool to like watch maybe one or two episodes, take a little break and really kind of like soak in. Not that there's a lot to soak in with Cobra Kai, but still, come on. Um, <laughs> anyway. So speak, speaking of current events, I got to ask you a very important question before we get to grooved and removed. Because you are one of my two British friends um, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I'm, and I need to, this is a serious question. I'm not trying to be flippant or uh, uh, snarky. Should I care about the queen? <laughs> I, think, I think my take on it is that, uh, you know, she is, she's an iconic figure. In in Britain, okay. Um, she's a she's a grandmother. She's a mother. Well, she's a human, so obviously it's sad when anybody dies. So yes, yes, yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm with but you there. That that's that's my thing. You know, I'm being respectful. I I don't feel particularly affected by it in a personal way. Yeah. Um. But then again, one as a British person, my tastes are a lot more. US oriented music, media, anything sort of I guess, in that vein. I guess that is true, yeah. And you know, I you know, I find history of our country interesting, but like, you know, on a personal level, I wasn't devastated. And and I think the thing is I am remembering the the for the most part she was 96. She had yeah. a pretty decent score <laughs> in yeah. terms of life. And you know, she lived a, a long Glamorous life, hardworking. I, I, you know, I, I guess. Do they do but things she, like? Here's the thing. I know. I, I know very little about American politics because it's fucking hmm. awful, and I know even less about any other country's politics. And so, from my perspective, all I do is go, well, look, it's these people who don't have to do anything to be, to become powerful except for be born into the right family. So yeah, see, why should I respect is, any part of that at all? I, I'm i of the same mindset also where it's like, like say for example, if she'd like scar-faced the whole thing and become <laughs> the queen, like that's yeah. that's one thing. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's a long-standing 
symbolic thing. I I've never felt overly connected to yeah. um, you know, plus the the history of the British Empire is a bit muddy, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's look, at where, look at where I live. I live in the, the, the it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like the best example of a muddy history is where I live. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but I mean, and I know Most nothing about it. Muddy. Yeah. So yeah. so I just you know I, I if if she was a person that did a lot for people, then that's that's one thing. But um, I but it seems like a lot of people flat out didn't like her or don't like the royals in general. And I'm like, well, are they literally are they just like the Brit- the British Kardashians where they're just rich because they're rich and famous because they're famous? Um, or do they way to put it <laughs> <laughs> or do they do good for the world? Which is but that's that's the thing that makes me think that I should care about somebody's passing if they were a person that had devoted their life to mm. making sure other people were helped or whatever. I, I think for me, I think it's, it, there is a generational element to it as well. I think older generations have more of a connection to it because, yeah. you know, the British Empire used to mean something. <laughs> it mm-hmm. doesn't really now. And I suppose, you know, she... She was, again, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on anything on this because, you know, really it's not a subject that I'm, you know, I I review 80s metal online. I'm not an expert (laughs) on the Royals, you know? Yeah. Um, You know, um, but, you know, with that, you know, I'm not one of these, like, football fans doing the Lizzie's in a box chant, but I'm also, like, I'm not devastated either. Okay. You know, it's it's kind of it's something I could see coming from a mile off, especially like she's appearances old. lately. Yeah, yeah, and you know she she looked a lot more frail. Um, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen soon. You yeah, know? It, and, uh, that sort of thing. And I'm pretty I, sure I, that fucking what's his the, the, Charles, the guy that's going to become king. I'm sure he's yeah. fucking beyond ready because he was like she lived into her fucking 90s i was supposed to already be king already um <laughs> apparently they got some good genes they live they live a long time i guess when you have sex with with your own family your genes yeah. <laughs> end up lasting a long time or something like that i think um, i think i heard i heard something about um like that there, there was this scientific thing a while back i don't know i i I don't know the ins and outs of it but apparently some strains of the model of the royal family if you were to literally bang your sister, you would be less inbred than some sections. <laughs> <laughs> because ge- generational inbreeding. Yeah. You know, there, there was that whole thing with the Habsburg jaw. Like, you ever seen that? No. You ever notice how, ever notice how like, some royal portraits, their, jaw, their chin is, like, way out here, and they have this, like, big lip? That's a legitimate oh, so. disability yeah. because of, yeah, back, back in the day, they liked to keep it in the family. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was it's just an interesting subject because from my point of view, yeah, we don't have any we don't have that kind of thing going on over here. I guess the the equivalent over here would be our president, but imagine if our presidents always just had to be a descendant of George Washington for yeah. <laughs> for years and years and years and years. Um well, it would, that's it would the thing. end up really boring. I mean, she she the the monarch is the head of state, but they're not the they're not the leader of the country, so to speak. The prime that's minister. The, Prime Minister is, is the is the one in charge. Gotcha. She's just uh, you know, she gets to 
cool people, sir. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, it's yeah. just. It, I think the reason why I brought I brought it I had to bring it up is because. You know, I don't pay attention to a lot of media, but the little bit that I do, it's just like all these things popping up, like the queen, the queen, the queen, and now the new king. And, and I'm just like, well, why is this popping up over here? This has nothing to do with us. And mm. it's not, I don't think it's very interesting at all. So, yeah, I did see a really funny um, uh, sort of fake tweet that said, uh, oh, so so na- now they're going to have a man be the new queen. This woke yeah. shit has gotten out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. I thought that was very funny. Um, oh, dude. Uh, the thing I will say is, like, you know, I, I've i seen a lot of diverse reactions yeah. to, to to it. At, at the end of the day, right, um, you know, she's a symbolic, iconic person. Yeah. Um, kind of of a bygone era because the, the, the royals aren't, I mean, you know, they're still the royal family, but yeah. they're not. They're not, say, the royal family of, you know, say the fifties or the sixties or or the God knows what century before, you know. Or the, yeah, or the way times. back in the off with yeah. their heads days back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've I've seen a lot of, um, you know, uh, Queen. You know, the the members of Queen came out and said, you know, rest in peace. Queen Elizabeth II, um, Iron Maiden did. A lot of like big bands have come out as a show of you know respect and and whatnot, you know, and and that's kind of how I've decided to approach it too. I might be yeah. largely ambivalent to um, the royal thing. I like I'm not a I'm not a keen follower. I'm not like oh my god, Harry and Meghan drama. Like, I'm not that, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not that type, but yeah. at the, at the end of the day, I mean, she, she never hurt anyone directly, <laughs> I, I guess. So, um, you know, with, with that, and, and, and I think she inspired a lot of people. So I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, at the end of the day, she was someone's grandmother. She was someone's mother. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I'm it, like I said, I'm not one of the, uh, uh, Shamrock football fans that uh, were chanting Lizzie's in a box in a stadium. Uh, so with that, I'm uh, hand it over to you. To that is that is a, a weird chant, but um, mm. there's a, there's na, a na, na, in a box. Lizzie's in a box. It was it was kind of brutal to be honest. Like that does sound <laughs> brutal. I like I like offensive, edgy jokes, and it did kind of leave a bad taste in my mouth i was like come on guys it's been like four hours yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah all right well then we got good, good night everybody that's queen talk for uh, yeah. <laughs> well welcome king charles um yes. bow down the to third the, the man that's he's already in his 70s so who knows how long I, he's I'm gonna an- last for I'm I'm having a hard time. Do I do I need to see Charles one and two, or can I just see Charles three and be it's, caught up? It's all the same thing. He's you know he's 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 out for vengeance because somebody killed his dog. You know it's all the same. This thing. time it's personal. <laughs> Charles the third. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so yes, grooved and removed. Um, yes. This will be interesting because I am not prepared. And so what we're doing is we're, we'll go in order for the first five Alice in Chains releases. All, you know, those are the Lane Staley era 
of Alice in Chains. Mm -hmm. And we'll discuss which songs we would remove. And um, just looking at the track listing for Facelift... Uh, from you know 19 it's weird how facelift is an album that uh, the release date is 1990 i guess that does make sense i don't know why in my brain i remember it in in 89 for some reason but i guess that's i guess that's not right i guess it was 1990 i think sonically it's still very rooted in the 80s hard rock thing maybe that's it you know, it, it for as for as much of a game changer like stylistically, it still has like one foot in the Guns N' Roses camp. Yeah. So so uh, yeah. so just looking at the track listing, just by just a glance, I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know which <laughs> one of these I would remove. Um, well, I can tell you one thing right out of the gate. Okay. We die young, man in the box, see a sorrow and bleed the freak are staying on the album. Okay, um, the like, only the only four of those that I could see an argument against the Sea of Sorrow, and that's only because I always kind of find it funny the the rhymey 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 that it's got going on. You know, yeah. I live tomorrow, you will not follow. I as you wallow in a sea of sorrow. It's very sort of like what what rhymes with these? Okay, <laughs> but like I, I kind of like that as well as a badass swagger to it. Um, yeah, I would, um, I would say. You kind of enter the vibe zone when you get to, you know, I Can't Remember and Love, Hate, Love, uh, which, you know, I love, love, hate, love. I I Can't Remember is great, too. Um, It Ain't Like That. Oh, I love It Ain't Like That. It Ain't Like That. It's it's staying. Sunshine, I love sunshine. I then some dude oh. came down to touch okay. the mother. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think I I think I know which one I'm going to to remove from facelift. Um, hmm. I feel like we've jumped into this really fast, even though we had like a fucking thirty minute conversation about the queen. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it, the, the, there are a lot of really great songs, and then you know. I know them so well that they just kind of play in my head a little bit, plays in my head. And then there's mm-hmm. one particular one where I go, that's a little, that's sometimes I feel like that's kind of the odd one out if you know which one I'm talking about. So, what, which one did you choose um, for your removal from Facelift? Well, here's the thing I, this is my favorite Alice in Chains album. Okay. And it's kind of hard for me to pick any one song because vibe wise they all kind of have what i'm looking for when it comes to this album um i will say i was initially thinking something from the later half of the album but i find myself kind of torn between two tracks okay and one is on side a and one is on side b gotcha uh now initially i was i was thinking put you down doesn't feel overly grungy so i did think to myself it does feel like a guns and roses type thing so does it fit w- would the vibe of the album be altered if this went and i was and i was thinking it's probably between that and i know something but then i listened to i know something and i can't deny i love the funk feel of it um yeah real thing i love because of the 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 riff just sounds so cool i always get hyped when it comes on for me i'm between confusion and i can't remember oh that's those are your final ones confusion and i can't remember 
Yeah, and initially I was thinking Confusion's very slow moving, but the chorus just pays off so hard. Whereas I Can't Remember is kind of this, it kind of sits between Love Hate Love and one of the more rocking songs, and it I feel like it doesn't go too far in either one direction, so it kind of, for me on the album, it's just kind of a middle ground kind of track. I get, I get past Bleed the Freak and I'm thinking... Can we get to love hate love yet? I want to listen to love hate love. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So my my initial thought was put you down should be removed, just because mm. it's 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 the least remarkable of of the bunch. Because hmm. it's got because if you think like the 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 sort of rhythm to it is similar to I know something about you about you yeah. Um, oh yeah, shit! I forgot. I know something about you. Um, and I and I would never remove <laughs> I know something about you just because one of my favorite moments. Well, and that whole, that whole part it's like this sounds like a different album altogether. But yeah. that being said, though I've I one of my favorite moments on the album is the I'm gonna tell your mama that part. Yeah, I'm just like oh I don't know why just the way he sings that I just I just love that part. But put you down is like a similar groove, hmm. and the riff. Isn't the put you down riff? It's it's really kind of like not very interesting. Hmm. But but going on yours, confusion. No, confusion is great. Yeah, like it, I was thinking to myself initially. Um, you know, now that you've said that about put you down, really, I'm torn between put you down, confusion, and I can't remember. Yeah, but the thing is, I I think confusion like. Until it gets to the chorus, you're kind of like, oh, you, yeah, we, this song's on the album. And I then it's like, you, it hits the chorus, and it's like, oh! You can't tell me you get to the chorus of I Can't Remember where he does that falsetto part, and you're just not like, this song fucking rules. <sighs> I, 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 don't, I'm, I can't remember Neep should stay. Now, I'm, yeah. I would, I, if on yours, I would go towards Confusion. Wow, wow, fuck this. See, this is really hard, especially when you don't you know, prepare at all. <laughs> here's here's the thing as well. Like, now that I think about it, it really does depend on my mood because, like, there are some albums where I have like a definitive least favorite song. But when it comes to my favorite of a band, I still think every song on here is at least an eight out of ten. Yeah, it's it. I do. I do get the least Alice in Chains vibe from Put You Down. I will say that. Because it, it to me, it does feel a little bit like an Appetite B-side. It, yeah, that riff sounds like yeah. Appetite for Destruction. So, you know what? Actually, and this is not me being swayed, I have thought about it, and there are so many parts of Confusion and I can't remember now. Yeah, mm. I can remember how good the song is now. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Shit, man. It's, it's one of those moments where I'm like, can I... I can't remember. Bear with me one sec. I'm just going to quietly listen to... Okay. If I need, if I need uh, to... I... <laughs> what, what, what were you just listening to? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, I can't get rid of I can't remember. I don't know what I was thinking. The, the thing is, I was kind of implying a train of thought that I get when I listen to Facelift, and that is... I adore the song Love Hate Love. So oh, yeah. when I yeah. get when I get four tracks in, I'm like, are we there yet? You know? So I can't remember kind of sits in this un- unfortunate 
spot where it I do love it to be fair yeah I I you know what I I'm with you I'm with you put you down put you down I kind of yeah put you down because the thing is it's probably stylistically going to be the least missed yeah for the facelift vibe I, I mean on the actual track listing it it fits in nice because it breaks up sunshine and confusion which are kind of slower tempo tracks but mm-hmm. If you even if you take out put you down, it goes sunshine to confusion and then brings it up with I know something about you with a nice little bouncy groove. Yeah. Um so it's still there. Alternatively, um, like you said, put you down and I know something about you have a very similar feel. So you could just yeah. delete put you down and swap it with they, I know something. They the both album. have, for lack of a better term, the rocket queen beat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they all have that that, and that's a, that's a thing that's largely been abandoned because if you, there was a whole lot of bands that were doing yeah. songs around the late '80s and early '90s that had that beat, like from Rocket Queen. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Like even Ugly Kid Joe had some songs that sounded like that. And Madman, um, yep. Uh, so yeah. it's like it's interesting that you don't really. I don't think you hear those anymore that's been abandoned which is unfortunate but you know i'm gonna bring that shit back hell yeah single-handedly right right one for sage a nice little just just yeah. take just take the beat from rocket queen and write a song over that and then there you go <laughs> yeah. um so wait are we deciding about that are we deciding on put you down as the removal yeah put you down can be the removal i was okay. just gonna say i i have thought about like finding an isolated drum track of like uh, uh an existing song and writing a song around like an existing recorded drum part just for a bit of fun. Yeah. Like a alternate reality version of Rocket Queen, for example. To you wanna know wanna know an interesting example of something like that that no, I don't think anybody ever talks about it. One day mm-hmm. we'll talk about it when we get to ranking their discography. But um the song Down Boys by Warrant. Oh. The template of that of Down Boys is you could is, you could just fit it right on top of a song called "Bye Bye Love" by the Cars, because they even begin like like "Bye Bye Love" begins it starts like that, which is just like Down Boys, and then in the verse, no way, and in the verse he sings a line, and then there's a which in there which in there's, and then it goes to like a it goes to like a pre-chorus thing that brings it down a little bit, which is just like in Down Boys, and instead of you know, one chorus is by love, and the other one is where the down boys go, or whatever. You know, it's but if you listen to them back to back, you'll be like, he literally listened to Bye Bye Love and said, <laughs> I'm gonna write that song. And so and it's really interesting because it's so it's so close. Unfortunately, wow. Jan- Janie Lane is not here to to answer this question. Mm. But um but there's, it's so close that there's no way. There's no way that he didn't listen to that song and go, the layout of that song is fucking brilliant. I'm going to take that. Not that I'm dogging down, boys. Fucking great mm. 80s rock song. Um, Where the down boys go. Go! Where the down boys go. Go! go. It's not going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the overseas lag is never going never gonna to let us do a true harmony. Um, anyway, but yeah, but, uh, one day, one day we will, uh, we'll rank warrant. That's one that we, I yes. don't know why that's, that's on our list, but we, we'll get there eventually. Anyway, not talking about warrant. We, we, <laughs> we have successfully removed, um, put you down 
yes. from uh, from Facelift, the the debut album from Alice in Chains, which would bring us to their second release, um, the underrated EP, in my opinion, Sap. Because mm-hmm. most people seem, you can tell, like you know, not not dogging you because of your age, but a lot of people, whenever they come and be like, you know, like. Um, fucking a jar of flies is like much better than sap. And I'm just like, clearly you weren't there. (laughs) I'm like, Mm. because like at the time when sap came out, like there is no jar of flies without sap Mm. and sap blew me away because I was not prepared. If somebody, cause I, I was not really that into facelift at the time. Mm. And then I heard sap and I was like, how is this like five track EP of mostly acoustic shit? So fucking good. Yeah, and I listened to it over and over and over again. And honestly, it was probably the first thing that got me into Alice in Chains, which is weird because they're known as being a heavier band. Um, but five tracks. Now, here's the real question. Hmm. Whenever there's a song that's clearly kind of a silly song or an interlude or a throwaway, do we are we going to be tough on ourselves and say you can't remove that song? I was going to ask you this exact question because Love Song is, you know, clearly a piss take, you know? Yeah. Complete with fart sounds and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, same goes for Iron Gland on Dirt. Yeah. We can't cop out. We got to. Here's the thing, though. Hmm. It, most of the time, I would agree. Like Iron Gland can't be removed because it's mostly just a little instrumental, like interlude. It's not an actual song. Hmm. Love song is an actual song on the album, even though it's not serious. The yeah. only reason I'm saying that is in this particular case, those first four tracks are fucking ridiculously good, and True. I would not be able to live with myself getting rid of any of them. Brother got <laughs> me wrong. Right turn. Am I inside? Mm. Fucking. Okay, fine. Fine. Love song stays. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get rid of one of the other ones. Cause that's we're not gonna cop out. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter anyway. I'm gonna go listen to whatever song we remove right after we finish this. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, we've got five tracks. Can't be love yes. song, because love song is its own thing. It'd be too uh, easy. So so oh, jinx. I would <laughs> um I would say Mine would be Am I Inside if I had to remove one. I'm going to agree because... All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> that was fucking easy. That's um, the thing, though. With with Brother, Brother's oh. just great. Got Me Wrong has that killer part where it goes, you know, full rock in the chorus. Um, and Right Turn has Mark Arm and Chris, and Chris Cornell. Cornell. Uh, yeah, as Alice Mudgarden. Yeah. Um yeah, for me, Got Me Wrong is one of my favorite Alice in Chains songs, so there's no way that I would remove that. Brother has just, it just feels good. Like, there's, there are certain pieces of music from my younger years that you just hear the guitar at the beginning, and it just yeah. makes me, fe- it feels so good. Just hearing that acoustic guitar start strumming in the beginning of Brother, yeah. I'm just like... I love, I love the hum as well, the... Yeah. Um, yeah. And right turn is amazing. Um, 
Isn't Ann Wilson also on this? Ann Wilson, L- Ann Wilson sings on uh, Brother Ann, Ann, and Ann I am, am I inside. inside, I think. So we didn't get yeah. rid of Ann Wilson totally. So she's still there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Love you. <laughs> Um, and uh yeah and i also i I love um in right turn the last the last chorus of it where everyone's singing really low and just the way that sounds i'm always like it's so fucking cool and then then all of a sudden you have to have chris cornell showing off and he starts singing all high i don't believe somebody tricked you yeah that was more of a falsetto chris but yeah yeah, um, I can't sing anywhere near that high. It would all be falsetto for me. Um, so yeah, uh, am I inside gets removed? Um, if I were if I were being if, if it was being you know simple, I, then we would remove love song. But it seemed like removing am I inside was simple anyway. Hmm. Um, well, with with that, we now come to oh god. Yeah, this is going to be hard. One of for the you. one of the greatest albums ever made. Dirt mm-hmm. from 1992 literally is about at the end of this month. It's it's 30th anniversary is at the end of this month. Oh, yeah. Um, and we can't remove. Um, Untitled or Iron Gland, which if mm-hmm. I remember right on my original CD, that wasn't even a track that was listed on the back. It didn't say mm. Iron Gland or anything. And also my original CD version um, down in a hole was the next to last song on the album, which is where I've always thought it belongs. We've talked, yeah, we talked I, about that when we did the, the ranking. I'm in agreement there. It always weirds me out at the end of Rain One I Die on like later pressings when Down in a Hole comes on. This yeah. is like the one, this is like the one time where I'm like, track four, the ballad does not go on track four. Every <laughs> other time it's track four. <laughs> yeah, track four should be Sick Man because it just feels right. Hmm. Um, so, okay. So we've got 12 tracks to choose from. There are a whole lot of like this. There's no fucking way this can be removed. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it's I not, recently. It's not going to be. I, it's not going to be wood because that's one of the greatest songs ever written, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it, to be honest, that's in like my top five or at least top 10 songs ever. Yeah. So yeah, no fucking chance is wood coming off this album. Yeah. Um, oh man. Like so here, here's the thing. It's good. I was going to say I've recently filmed and finished. It just needs uploading a track list tournament on dirt. And I didn't feel good putting anything at the bottom. Just so, just so everyone out there knows, if you don't know, he, he uh, Eddie Sparks has been posting. We posted a new video of a new series of videos called Trackless Tournament, and the first one he did was Rust in Peace. Um, yep. Now, my only gripe there, it was very enjoyable, but I was like, he's doing the fucking remastered 2004 version. So literally every track goes at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm working off what Spotify gives me. That's yeah. that's my that's my setup now. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I get it because you're able to do a playlist and switch things around and stuff. So that that works. It's yeah. really it's 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 a fun concept. It's almost like the opposite of this, where this yeah. one we're trying to come up with what we think is the weakest song on the album and remove it. 
Whereas his new series of videos, go follow him, Eddie Sparks on uh, YouTube, um, is picking what he thinks is the best song on the album, which yeah. um, sometimes is super easy. Other times, like with Rust in Peace, I don't really know. I that's a yeah. really that's a really tough one. And you you chose one that I, I initially wouldn't have chosen, and but then I went to listen to it and I go, hey, he's not wrong. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. It for me, it was that solo that won it for me. Marty Friedman just oh yeah, oh, yeah, that is just killer. But, but yeah, uh, but on we're, this we're one, talking about dirt <laughs> on this one. So okay, them bones. I, I that that this that the energy of that song. It's is a fucking intro is amazing. Then going straight into damn that river with that fucking riff is so yeah, well. fucking great. Rain will I die? Some of the best vocals that Lane Staley probably ever did right there. Um, yep. Down so in a good hole, that Kiss copied him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Down in a hole is the first one where I go, I could do without this song. Wow, but, really? But that's only if I have to fucking choose one because it's a beautiful song. But that's the first one where I don't say, fuck yeah, absolutely staying. Um, mm. And Sick Man is one of my favorite Alice in Chains songs. Rooster. So Rooster has a, it has a, a little bit of of a, of a tough time with me because it's been so overplayed. Um, mm. Not only when it originally came out, but like now on like classic rock radio in America, you hear Rooster probably ten times every day. See, um, I I don't think I could ever get sick of Rooster. Yeah, I, I love Rooster. It, I it is one that. Um, I, I it, it drags on a little bit for me because I've heard it now probably thousands of times, um, <laughs> but it doesn't. But t- taking a step back and looking at it as an actual song and actual performances, oh, it's a fucking classic, absolute classic. Yeah, and I, I would go as far as to say uh, Junkhead as well. Junkhead absolutely is staying because I I love the heaviness, the moodiness, the scariness of the choruses and the and the um verses but it's that yeah. guitar solo melody that does it for me to this day still one of the most haunting beautiful things that has ever blessed my ears are you talking about the yeah i yeah. love that part um yeah. the weird Prime thing- example as well oh sorry no go I was, ahead I was, I was just gonna say a prime example of a lead guitar part that works great with just the bass under it. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you don't need the rhythm guitar there. Yeah. And that is a, that's a love that. So the weird thing is, is that like the song dirt, I'm like, well, it is, I guess one of the least awesome on the album, but the album is fucking <laughs> called dirt. Ah, <sighs> It's just no, it's no, it's great. Wherever I may roam, slowed way the fuck down. For me, and I feel like I'm gonna hurt your feelings here because my least favorite track from this album, for me, is I I thought to myself. Is it Sick Man or is it Godsmack? And I, I gotta say, it's it's neither. What? <laughs> I, I, I looked at the rest of the track listing and I was just like, I'm, I'm sorry, but the the stats. I, I looked at it and when you know I was what? doing the. 
What's what's that? You know what? It's go time. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna save this for a second because I'm first. I'm gonna talk about. I'm no. I don't mean to interrupt you, but this is like this is one of those things where like I can't. I I had a thought and I'm like, all right, but I'm gonna hold on to that thought because I was talking mm-hmm. about like Sick Man is so great. Sick Man is like a fucking psychedelic song. Like yeah, there's so much shit in that where. You, like the first time you hear that song, you have no clue what you're in for or where the fuck it's going to go. And yeah. it somehow all works together as a song. And mm-hmm. there's a vocal harmony part kind of in the middle section of it. So the part where it slows down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. See, that's my favorite part of the song. And it's... It's that part that's like, oh, I wish this could go higher. But like the rest of the song, I simply just like every other song a bit more as opposed to I don't think this is good. It's like I think these 11 other tracks my ears like more so yeah, i guess but sick man the, the 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 verse vocals on sick man well and on godsmack um yeah is there that's they're they're really good examples of why even though i think william duvall is very talented and, and a great vocalist and 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 i like what alice and chains are doing now but nobody in the band now does vocals like that mm-hmm. just just the what the hell have I done? and then the sick man, sick man, like, sick man. like that is yeah. literally just lane. And the same thing with Godsmack with the the yeah, and I just um, I love that so much. But so here, here, and then yeah, because then you get to fucking hate to feel no way, no way that one's going to go and angry chair. No way that one's going to go. So here's here's because you kind of relented to me last time with put you down. We kind of came to see eye to eye. A thought yeah. popped up in my head that immediately made me agree with one of your choices. He- hear me out. If okay. we if we remove Godsmack from this album. I know what you're going to say. Could we in turn remove Godsmack the band from existence? Because that (laughs) makes me feel very good. Fucking hell. I know one guy who's going to hate that. (laughs) Who? What's his name? What's the main guy? Sully? Sully's going to be pissed off. Uh, (laughs) Fucking. I was going to say the front man of my band is going to hate that because he likes Godsmack quite a bit. <laughs> um, Godsmack don't deserve the the hate that they get. I, I don't like them personally, but it was just a it was a nice way to like make me go. Yeah, I feel better about this. Speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, I don't know if you've heard this, but let's have another tangent, shall we? Because okay. um, this is time. there's no there's no fucking roadmap to this episode. Um, <laughs> have you heard the new Nickelback song yet? Uh, I might have done in passing. It's called San Quentin, and it had a really big buildup only because they posted 10 seconds of the song that sounded like a fucking metalcore song. Because it was like, and that's that's a fucking bait and switch because that's not the fucking song. (laughs) But that being said, because I'm not a Nickelback hater, I I some of their songs I I will immediately turn the radio off because I just think they're fucking awful. But overall, I'm just like they're just a band doing what they do. 
That being said, I played the song just because I'm like, well, it's new Nickelback. I'm all about, you know, uh, supporting the unfairly maligned, you know, bands and songs and albums. And so, you know, like yeah. I'm going to do my best to give them some attention and see if I'm really if it really they really deserve all of the hate that they get. So I listened to the song San Quentin all the way through one time. And I and I was like and I, it ended and I went, I'll put that on again. <laughs> ah. <laughs> because the fucking the song is just like a stomper of a fu- it's like a stripper rock song the, yeah. the beat of it <laughs> and just the chorus of the song is so fucking simple um, keep me out of San Quentin like that's what it is but I'm just like for some reason I'm just like this is this is really good and it, and the worst part of the song is the part that everyone was like, is this going to be metal? I'm like, no, fuck the beginning of the song. I like the fact that it fucking fakes you out where you're just like, what is it? Where is this going to go? But no, it goes straight into stripper territory right away. <laughs> and so so it really like, you know, I still don't ever want to hear, you know, look at this photograph or whatever fucking song that is. And I, I, I will say in defense of photograph, it did give us the look at this something meme. Look at this Look graph. at this graph! <laughs> yeah, where he's like looking... His, fa- his face oh, is yeah. fucking great. Um, but, uh, and there's another one. Do they do the song? It starts off with like, I want your pants around your feet. Is that them? Because they, they have, they have a song called, uh, they have a song that literally goes, you look cuter with something in your mouth. <laughs> it's Jesus like, Christ. Well, it's like, Hair metal like levels of in, insanely debaucherous, and you know I like sex lyrics. Don't get me wrong, but like, and, and coming from someone who has been a vocal defender of eighties hair metal his entire yeah. life, yeah. but it's like it's weird that you still see you s- still get kind of like a modern hard rock band every now and again. It's like oh oh, did not did not expect that from yeah today <laughs> but th- that being said like those songs that i've heard in the past that i was like no fuck this now i'm all like well maybe i need to go revisit all of those and maybe we should be doing a cranked and ranked on nickelback because i will say but, but is, we wait until their new album comes out yes yes because King, because now because i think that i'm going to find things about them that i like and um, just the fact that they have one song that I wanted to listen to two times and I remember the fucking song and the chorus and like, that's just good songwriting right there. It's like, sure, it's not going to fucking blow anybody's minds that's looking for guitar virtuosos. People who are a fan of the new Megadeth album are not going to like, well, there's a little bit of that that sounds like Nickelback, but still <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's, you know, they're not going to like it because it's, you know, it, it almost seems like that's, you, you have to have your line in the sand and you go, no, no, I don't want, I like this. I don't like that. Mm. Um, which is fine to each their own, you know, but, but that line is not there for me anymore. It's like, a, um, I almost, I feel like, like all the lines have gotten very blurry for me. Um, so yeah, that being said, um, I haven't really. I've heard, always like. I haven't really heard any Godsmack that blew me away, so I'm perfectly okay with removing them from the planet and removing Godsmack from dirt. <laughs> okay, I was I was just gonna say I've always like I think it's called Burn It Down. I've always liked that Nickelback song that goes da da like that one. I like that. Well, when they when they first came out, they were kind of lumped in with the new metal scene, right? Like I almost remember like Nickelback reminds me of. 
f- when Disturbed first came out, like it was around that time, you would see Disturbed that uh, yeah. I'm going to stupefy, rah, that part. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's another oh, band. Wah. That's another band that I feel like I, I could probably find a lot of songs that I liked, but I don't know enough about them. And I've heard some that I thought just weren't that great. Um, but uh, anyway, I always like the riffs. Yeah. And I like that guy's voice. Um, I don't know his name, but he's uh, David Draymond. David Draymond. Um, he's got he's he's got a cool voice. Um, anyway, this is totally off off topic, but not really because we were led Man's there. got pipes blood. blood. Yeah, man. We Fuck were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, were uh, um, we were we were removing. So you're cool with removing Godsmack. From yeah. Dirt. I mean, the, now that I examine, you know, Sick Man, Sick Man is at least an, you know, oh, yeah. way more interesting song structurally than Godsmack. Yeah. Yeah, even though my ears prefer Godsmack, my brain is saying Sick Man is an intellectual, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, so, the, I, guess, I guess the chorus from Godsmack is not as cool as the verses. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Once again, we yeah. have that we have that riff. <laughs> we're, yeah. like every song that has the Rocket Queen beat in it, we're going to remove. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Well, that was that brings us to to that to uh, Jar of Flies, which, yes. um, despite what I said earlier, I think is a fucking incredible EP. I just think that when I heard Jar of Flies when it came out, I listened to it a shitload because it's fucking genius. Mm. But it didn't hit me the same way that Sap did because I had heard them do these acoustic style songs before. So I was just yeah. like, ah, oh, cool. We're getting more of these acoustic songs. That being said, I, um, yeah. I Stay Away is probably one of my favorite Alice in Chains songs. So, you know. I think as well, like you're, you're definitely coming at it from the, um, excuse me, uh, I was there, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's just so, it's it, it just it's it's a, a different way. I know it's it's stupid to be like I was there back in the day because it doesn't fucking matter. But when it comes to like my actual opinion, it's formed on the fact that when I heard Sap, there were no other releases after that. You know, yeah. like so um, it was so different, but so high quality that you're still impressed by it all these years later. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like when. I definitely see what you mean. For, for me, I think the songwriting is is stronger on um, Jar of Flies overall. Um, but with that, let's let's get into this now. I want to make a stipulation. Are we? Because being as we didn't, we cut we we took love song out of the equation, right? Yeah. Uh, Whale and Wasp is more of a, you know, kind of composition than it is a, a song with vocals and that. Yeah, yeah. Should we exclude it because it doesn't feature any vocals? Well, at the, on the same token, should we exclude Swing on this because it's clearly not serious, just like Love Song? Hmm. So I almost feel like let's... Just you know what it does. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Let's make it even more difficult for us by saying both of those songs can't be removed because okay, it, Holy because, shit. because they because they fit the criteria of one being kind of an instrumental. I mean, it's a longer interlude, but it's you know it's an interlude, and then swing on this yeah. being kind of a fun song at the end. So it's too easy to to get rid of those, yeah. bringing us down to rotten apple nutshell. I stay away. No excuses. Don't follow. Those are the five 
that we have to work from. Now, I'm pretty sure neither one of us is going to choose Nutshell, because who the fuck would? Who um, in their right mind would just, get rid of Nutshell? Just, just for the fact that every single time there's the solo, and then there's a little pause, yeah. and he goes... <laughs> so like so the, and for coming from somebody like me like i that's why i love the fact that i can play guitar i can play rhythm guitar yeah. i can get by as a guitar player if you wanted me to join your band i could probably play depending on your band half of your shit fairly well but i'm not that great to where i still <laughs> hear things like that and i go is he even fucking human because it yeah, just yeah. sounds so fucking perfect. The fluidity yeah. of like those notes and how fast they are, but also how beautiful and melodic so it sounds at the same time. Um, there's a little bit of that on Rotten Apple with the solo in Rotten Apple as well. Um, dude, but dude, dude's amazing. Let me like, you know, I, I know people talk about how great Jerry Cantrell is, um, but I probably not enough. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> he's beyond that. Um, mm. So, but yeah, and I love, like I said, I love I Stay Away. It's one of my favorites, so I don't I don't want to get rid of I Stay Away. I I almost feel the same about No Excuses. I think No Excuse. I think that's a really great, almost kind of pop song in a way. I, as a drummer, that is one of the most fun songs to play. It's because he's playing. It's, it's almost like he's like. Guess what happened? It's like. It's like uh, yeah. Sean. Sean was like, I just went to the drum store and I bought all these different things. I'm gonna fit them all into the first thirty seconds of this song. Yeah. <laughs> I got a tiny tom. Uh-huh. I got a tiny cymbal. They're all gonna fucking go in. Well, it's, it's funny as well because like I found out how fun it was to play on drums before I had a drum kit because. I had a game called Guitar Hero Metallica, and oh. that's one of the special guest songs in that game. Mm-hmm. I had the drum kit as well. Oh, so okay. when I f- first loaded it up, I just saw all these notes coming towards me. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I didn't know you could play drums on Guitar Hero Metallica. So that's a game I've actually played, but this was a long time ago. And I had, unfortunately, I had the Wii version. Of Guitar Hero ah. Metallica, which I heard is not as good, but it's all I could afford <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I, I don't remember why, how, why, why I had a Wii, but um, that, that well, you, I, you were probably you probably drank too much. I, exactly, it's literally yeah. where my brain went because like, yeah. if I was talking if I was talking to an American, that joke would never have come into my head. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I didn't know you could play drums on that, but I, I played it and I I thought it was fun. I was it was a I mean, I wasn't, you know, I'm not a fucking Mr. G- Mr. Guitar Hero Man or Mr. Video Game Man, but, you know, I I, th- I thought it was fun. I got pretty good at those games for a while mm-hmm. it, when I was about, like, you know, 13, 14. Um, but, yeah, anyway, like oh, we were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Jar no flies, dude. No excuses. So, so okay, so you want to let me know where you where your brain is on this, what you would want to remove? Here's the thing. Jar of Flies is one of my favorites of all time. It's my go-to album if I'm like feeling a little homesick and I'm staying somewhere else and I need mm. to kind of calm myself down. This album goes on 30 minutes later, I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. You know? That sort of that sort of thing. It has that kind of effect on me. 
if we're talking about it from a song perspective and we're not including Whale and Wasp and Swing on this, mm-hmm. Rotten Apple has an incredible vibe to it. Yeah. Nutshell is immortal. I yeah. Stay Away has really beautiful string arrangements. No Excuses has an awesome, iconic drum beat. Don't Follow, as much as I love it as a song, it's definitely a very stripped back one man and his guitar until the rest of the band comes in for this like bluesy jam later on. Yeah. So even though I think it's like nine, 10 territory, I'm thinking it's going to have to be that one because I feel like it brings the least uniqueness to the table. I'm with you. I think this is going to be easy because, um, yeah, because don't, because honestly, I feel like if I removed anything and there was no rules, I'd probably just remove swing on this. Because I like mm. Don't Follow ending the, the EP because it has a great final song kind of vibe. Um, mm. But yeah, don't, don't, don't Follow out of those five tracks is the one where, yeah, I just, uh, it doesn't really do a lot for me in the same way that the other four do. So, um, which will, which would make this EP end up really weird because it would end with Whale and Wasp and Swing on This. It would just be like, <laughs> I mean, we're kind of fucking up the EP a little bit there, but what, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. Um, maybe in our version, we can switch things around where we can put Whale and Wasp before no excuses or excuses. Whatever I just said. It's <laughs> so we're, So we're in agreement on don't follow? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there we're you go. Don't follow removed from Jar of Flies. All right, I have a feeling this is going to be hard. That's what she says. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> um, the self-titled Alice in Chains song, album from 1995 or Tripod, depending on what you want to call it. Um, this is one hmm. that has grown on me so much over the years. And me. And, yeah. um, and, and has several songs that I put up with like the best shit that Alice in Chains ever did. Hmm. And some of it, it's because it's incredibly well-written or incredibly unique. Other times it's just fucking weird. And I love that. (laughs) And that's another thing that they don't do anymore. There's not a lot of weird Alice in Chains anymore. And I, and I think a lot of that came from Lane because Lane wrote songs too, like fucking angry chair is is lane like the guitar the weird guitar riff and everything that's lane's song so i i think that that's one of the things that sucks is that the 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 odd quality of this band isn't is not really there anymore they're almost like a like a classic rock version of uh of a grunge band now (laughs) i like them still but yeah it's it's kind of a a more polished less rough around the edges kind of a little bit safer playing it safer it's essentially a jerry cantrell solo album shit with a little bit with a little bit more of a metallic edge i guess at times yeah like man like a song i heard today for the first time in ages that i was just like oh fuck that's cool it's Nothing song sticks to your mouth like, like peanut, peanut butter, butter on, on the brain. brain. Hey. You know, like who would I, think oh to do God, that? That like, song is so fucking great. Yeah. 
Um, so of course we know that one's staying. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So just looking at these songs, it's one of those albums that took a long time with me to set in. But when it did, you know, I in my opinion, the mid nineties <sighs> are the era of the Grower album, and this personifies that because every time I hear it, I hear something new. Okay. Uh, I I th- I think if I had to choose one, I think I might know the one I would go with, but. Grind is fucking amazing. Brush Away is amazing. Sludge Factory, forget about it. Dun, dun, dun. Um, dun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. <laughs> that fucking meme. <laughs> what is that, that dude meme? snoring? Uh, there's a there's a there's a meme of a dude snoring. It became like one of the most used TikTok sound effects of this year. I'm showing my generation at this point, but it's like someone recently did one where like it started out funny. It, it started out as just this like funny clip of a dude snoring, really fucking obnoxiously loud. Like, oh, oh is that the one? Yeah. So I see these yeah. where I go, pardon my scream at the end of the video, and it's always like, oh. Yeah at the end of it yeah well the the funniest one i've seen yet is freddie mercury at live aid <laughs> but you know when he does it <laughs> it just goes oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's so pretty fucking funny. that's pretty funny there are some funny things on TikTok. I'll have to, I'll have to say there are also a lot of obnoxious things on TikTok. Oh yeah, but for sure. Anyway, um, heaven beside you is fucking brain damage humor. Like <laughs> type of thing. Uh, heaven beside you is just a fucking beautiful song. Um, yeah. And I and I've always loved the what. So here's what's what do you call? So you have verse chorus or verse maybe pre-chorus but there's a part that happens after some of the choruses what would you call that it's not a verse it's a an interlude or a bridge maybe it's a bridge maybe it's or or a middle eight but it's just got that part the so there's problems in your life it's fucked up up. i would i always love that part of the song so much um, yeah and then again is a fucking banger so initially like you yeah. would think oh shame and you should go but the fucking harmony vocals on oh, that thing no way especially That's... going into the chorus of the song it's so fucking great yeah for, for me i'm dude god I am to this god am's amazing yeah that's goddamn amazing, goddamn, goddamn. <laughs> I actually, when I went through this, I listened to all the deep cuts first because yeah. I knew I liked all the, you know, big songs off of this. Yeah. So I went through and I listened to them and I was like, oh, maybe one of these deep cuts on this album I I maybe don't like as much as Dirt and Facelift. Yeah. Um, and can I just say, I like it more and more every time I hear it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking like, great. I think the more yeah. and more we're, we're removed from having Lane Staley on this earth, the more this album reveals itself as being a fucking masterpiece. For sure. Like, for, for me, even when, I, even when I looked at Frogs, I was like, ah, Frogs might be a bit long. It's eight minutes, 20 seconds. And then yeah. I listened to it, and I was like, this is a fucking journey. So, so, so to be honest, Frogs is the only one where I think I would be okay with removing it because it's a bit long for what it 
delivers. Yeah. And I would never remove Over Now, even though Over Now is a little bit. It's not the best song on the album. <laughs> but as a as a closing to that chapter I, of, of the band, I, and I know they did two more songs that they released on the greatest hits, but still as an album, the, the, that being the closing and the last thing you hear is the is we pay our debt sometime. I, I just yeah. that's just fucking beautiful. So I'm in agreement. It's like it it it's one of those albums that has an end credits type yeah, vibe. Yeah, it really does. Like like yeah. Um. Um. So I don't know. On. Honestly, for me, I'm going to go with So Close, because oh. here, here's what? the thing. Yeah. Do, 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 so clo- yeah, So Wait, Close now. That's that's the... I, I'm going to listen to a quick... <laughs> no, what's segment? that fucking... And then the fucking harmony vocals that come in. Shit, shit, shit. It's like that guy. Oh the, fuck! Here's uh, <laughs> you're you, right, man. I told you. It's like that. It's hey, like man. that new that new thing I see where they're rating albums and it's got that guy going woo and all the fucking things. Yeah, that's how I feel about so yeah. close and most of this album. Good old um, good old Charlie. Good old moist critical. <laughs> yeah. Is that who that woo! is? I, see, yeah, uh, you know you he's, know their names. I, they're they're all beyond what he, I know. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's got some good takes. I like. I like the. I like the part. I like the guy. I like the middle guy. Like the food reviewer in there. I mean, I mean it's, it's all right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that one always gets me. Yeah. Like because it's always like sometimes you'll get it on an album that like kind of deserves that, and you're kind of like nodding with him. Like, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the, I, the the ones where the rock goes. It's the biggest piece of dog shit. Where I'm like, come on, because it's all because it's always fucking Saint Anger when they're doing Metallica. Yeah, which is like that's <laughs> become the number one thing. Like if you want me to take you seriously, and that's your last album on your Metallica ranking, I'm like nah, I'm not taking you seriously because you're literally just following a crowd or paying too much attention to a goddamn snare sound that is on other albums that you like. I'm sure there's shitty sounding snare everywhere. Um, anyway, shit snare everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, but Old I had 2022. I, I have no, I have no, obviously I have no problem with that album. I love that album. That, uh, uh, Sane Anger is like, is like the self-titled Alice in Chains album to me. Not, not as good. I'm not going to say that, but, <laughs> but it is one that over the years, the more I listen to it, the more I go, this is, there's so much fucking good shit here. Um, yeah. So are we agreeing that so close probably shouldn't be removed from this album? Uh, Here's the thing, though. Like, I went back <laughs> over this album, thinking to myself, "Ah, oh, this, this should be easy." I mean, it's not. I, I was thinking to myself, oh, "I don't like it as much as Dirt, so it might not be as difficult." Yeah, motherfucker, it's Alice in Chains. Yeah, like, like one of my top five bands. So it's yeah, uh, dude. Like, there's okay. I'm gonna say this now. Grind, no way. Brush away, no way. Sludge Factory, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Heaven Beside You is a great song. Head Creeps, I love it. Again, no fucking way. Shaming You, no way. God am, no way. For me, it's <laughs> it, like it's either between So Close and Frogs. Really, I can definitely see Frogs being... Because I, here's the thing. Frogs is 8 minutes 20. Probably didn't need to be 8 minutes 20. Yeah. Over Plus, now is is 
seven minutes. Well, that's just because of the really long intro to that thing. But um, yeah. But if you if you're comparing them too, I'm I'm down with removing frogs because if you're talking about sort of a psychedelic kind of a longer song, Sludge Factory, you already have that. Um, to be honest, the whole album has that kind of vibe going yeah. on. So and, and yeah. frogs is one that like it's got a cool vibe, but I wouldn't miss it from the album if it was a if it absolutely had to you yeah. know had to go. Um, you could also remedy part of its mid nineties, maybe a titchy bit too long thing as yeah. well. Because what what is yeah. it? An hour and five minutes total. Yeah. So you could shave off nearly 10 minutes of, of runtime. Yeah, bring it under an hour. Look at look what we do. Look what we did for everybody out there. Yeah. Um, are you okay with that? Frogs being removed? I love how we we have to yeah. have a discussion like this is a real thing that's going to happen. Well, you know, <laughs> so we, you know we've, the viewer has come to witness this type of thing. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to concede to frogs. Frogs. Because upon my re- re-listening of So Close, I... Now that I examine that properly, yeah, I couldn't justify that. Yeah, considering as well, it's 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 the shortest song on the album, so yeah, you know, it it goes in, does what it needs to do, and gets out. Yeah. So okay. So for anyone that was curious, if you're if you're just now joining us, which would be weird because it's not live, <laughs> um, the rundown was from facelift. We removed put you down. Mm-hmm. From sap, we removed am I inside. That From we did. dirt, we removed Godsmack. From Jar of Flies, we removed Don't Follow. And yes. from the self-titled album, we removed Frogs. And um I mean, it is what it is, because it doesn't matter. We <laughs> 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 thank you for being here for this complete waste of time, but it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> but it ended up being a really nice discussion about and I and, and Alice in Chains is another one of those bands that I just like talking about them. So um, for sure, any chance to do that is fucking great for me. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, there you go. That was that's grooved and removed, right? Um, yeah, boy. Out yeah, the first five hours and chains, um, which went really well, <laughs> considering that I was not prepared at all. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm telling you right now, the next time we plan one of these, a grooved and removed, I'm going to be like, don't listen to them don't think about it let's mm-hmm. just go into this blind because that seems very interesting yeah. to me especially because we'll be doing ones that we know very well i don't know where yeah. we'll, where we'll go from here because we have to figure out bands that we both definitely know the shit really well um yeah we can we can probably we can get there maybe we do nirvana something like that I don't yeah know. nirvana would be would be a good one um <clears throat> anyway Oh, that was a motorcycle or oh. something going with there? Moped? I, you want to know the thing as well? My windows are shut, so that is a loud-ass bike. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, we usually like to end our show with a bit of a, eh, feeling. Um, <laughs> well, you know, we, we got to do it because we did it. Oh, three, two, one. Yeah, yeah we, we did, did. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> still completely off on my side. And, and on the video that everyone gets to see at home, um, I usually correct it on the podcast, so it sounds a lot better on the podcast. So you're getting you're getting a little bit of a better version when you just listen to us. And you don't have to look at us. Isn't that like a win-win right there? 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, except for except for Eddie, who am I? What am I talking about? Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that was fun. Uh, we yeah. we we accomplished nothing, but we did get to talk about <laughs> one of the greatest bands ever for over an hour, and uh, that's 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 all I ever want to do. Um, Hell yeah! And then um, next week we're going to be back with a band discography. Everybody That'd remember that I said that because then yeah. if it band. <laughs> I'm going to write it on my arm and I'm not going to wash that arm for a week. <laughs> just going to um, come back and my arm's going to be like completely filthy. <laughs> it's just the rest of me is fine. Just don't wash that uh, arm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that so we'll, we will be back with an actual cranked and ranked next week. Um, yes. And just to give give everyone kind of a heads up, we are getting very close to the 100th episode that we've ever done. Holy um, shit. And I'm including, I'm including, so we have all of our podcast episodes and we've done like four or five things that were just on YouTube. And I yeah. went, went, I went through and added them all up. And in a couple weeks, it will be the 100th episode we have done together. And so Holy the plan is we are shit. going to do, some kind of a live stream, probably on a on a Sunday afternoon, my time, Sunday evening, yeah. Eddie's time. Um, we'll figure it out, and you know, stay tuned. If you're if you're on any of my socials or in YouTube, um, I'll post about it beforehand so you know about it. Um, but uh, you know, it's a <laughs> it's a cause to celebrate. You know, of 100, 100 times we've done this. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> like, insane. Um, it is pretty mental. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, you know, it's, it's, it, we've, we've done a lot of weekends over the past two plus years. Um, how, I don't know how many months it's been. Two, two, many, two, many more to come. Going on two and a half years, I guess, pretty soon. Um, yeah. But so we started yeah. in June 2020 and we're on September. Yeah, so as of, as of December this year. We will have been doing this for two and a half years. Yeah. And and those wow. of you who've been here for a long time, thank you. And peanut butter platypus to all of you out yes. there. And uh and yeah, we'll wrap this up. Um, this grooved and removed. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure, and we'll be back next week with a band discography ranking. With a band band. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. And uh so yeah, as usual, I'm gonna throw it over to Mr. Eddie Sparks to take us out. I'm sorry, I forgot my catchphrase too. <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, salutations, bro? No, I mean it's it's uh, just as just as good. I I'm a head out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, later, dude. Later, dude. I'll do it. I'll do it this time. Later, uh, dude. Yeah, you get you you get to do it. All right, all right. Later, dude. <laughs> <laughs>